Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of Tile Money, the podcast where we discuss the business of being a tile contractor. My name is Luke Miller, a tile contractor myself in the state of California. I'm currently up here in Vancouver, Washington, and I'm about to interview Heidi Cronin, and I'm really excited uh, to be sharing this interview with you and asking her about her, her new role at Ceramic Tile of Education Foundation. And before we get into it, I wanted to thank my sponsors. Uh, thanks to Ladycrete International for sponsoring this episode, and thank you to the National Tile Contractors Association for making this podcast possible. Heidi, how are you today? I'm thanks great. for taking some time you? out. I'm doing great. Good. Thanks. Beautiful for... city of yes. Vancouver up here. Yes. What kind of stuff do you like to get up to over here I in, golf. in your downtime? I've been golfing a lot. You're a golfer? Yes. I've noticed there's a ton of great golf. Uh, yes. resorts yes i've been trying different golf courses around here in vancouver that i haven't played yet uh, okay i've hit three of them now and i've actually played extremely well this last few weeks so but yeah. i don't care yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> i think that helps just there for fun. I, it's just there to play yeah. but uh, yeah. having an exceptionally good year of golf so far yeah <laughs> have you met you you must know Paige, the rock star yes she's yeah maybe one day you guys yes. can golf golf together my brother-in-law, or my, I should say my brother, my actual brother, he gave me his golf clubs and I, I sold them. So he's pretty upset about that. <laughs> I've never golfed a day in my life. <laughs> it's a four letter word for a reason. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. So Heidi, uh, let's introduce yourself. Uh, maybe give us a background, your background and your new role with CTEF. Yeah. Um, I am the industry liaison and uh, direct promotions director of the CTEF. And um, my job is to go out and get people signed up and certified and to promote it and to get people engaged. And my ultimate goal um, personally is to get it to where licensing, you're required to be a CTI in order to get a license in a state. But in order to do that, we need more CTIs in the states. And then we can start pushing legislation. We can start pushing distributors, retailers, all of requiring CTIs on the job site mm -hmm. um, and raising the bar and making it good to have qualified labor and having people educated because yeah. it's a good thing for the industry and I love the industry and been in it a long time and yeah. um, just want to help influence the change and yeah. make things better for all. That's great. Well, you're certainly a passionate person, and I can tell you've got the drive behind you and inside you to make this happen. So I'm excited to see the changes and see where the future future leads us. Yeah. I mean, the, the only the, the one thing that uh, is hard for people to understand is it takes time to initiate oh, sure, change. Sure. And so things might not happen right away, but they're, trust me, they're in the, yeah. the process of of happening We're and within like the next weeks or within something. The, yeah something like <laughs> maybe yeah. by tuesday yeah um but uh the more as time passes i think um you know this is kind of a transition year yeah for the ctf and trying to get things started next year we're gonna go at it pretty tough and by 2021 we're gonna have a great great groundwork foundation to build upon and and get things really going well so yeah. right now we're just kind of building the processes up and um as i like to say building the foundation yeah. making it good and strong and then from there we can increase what we need to do yeah that's great 
What is your background with tile? I know, you know, this isn't your first rodeo no. here. <laughs> well, I joke in the industry that um, my career started when I was 15 and crashed the car and had to build ceramic tile sample boards Okay. for my dad. Um, we were the Cronin Company. We were a ceramic tile and floor covering distributor. Worked for them for 26 years. Um, unfortunately, that went on the wayside, but uh, I took upon myself um, the last few years that I was there to get involved in the industry. Um, I found that I was listening to a lot of people complain about the industry, complaining about millennials, complaining about qualified labor. And so I wanted to get involved and influence that change. So I got involved in a lot of different associations and have over the years um, been in the leadership of those associations and accomplished a few things within those associations. So um, I I just kind of learned the industry, started paying attention. Uh, I really got into ceramic tile probably about eight or nine years ago. Mm when I realized that our ceramic tile product manager was going to be retiring and not one other person in our company knew what he did or had any of the contacts. So I started following him around. Yeah. And I started booking myself going to the trade shows and started paying attention to what he was doing and how he was buying and, you know, the conversations with the vendors and what you were looking for and getting out there and getting known. Yeah. So if something happened, I could jump in and, be able to do something yeah. until we could find a replacement or, you know, everybody should be asking themselves regardless, regardless of how well, how young, whatever. Yeah. Everybody needs to ask them, what happens if somebody is not there tomorrow Yeah. and how are you going to handle that situation? And so that's kind of the mindset I took and that's right. what got me into tile. And, um, then luckily for me, I met Dirk Sullivan mm-hmm. from Hawthorne tile at a Ardex reception at Surfaces one year. And he kind of pointed out things I could be doing differently with my company. And, you know, I kind of, it's hard to hear. Yeah. But uh, I kind of took it to heart and I kind of started paying attention and listening to what he had to say because he is a man with very wise words. Yeah. And um, I credit my involvement in ceramic tile with Dirk because he's the one who kind of pushed me to step in. Yeah. And, um, asked if we'd host a CTI, which we did in 2017. And um, that was very enlightening. I mean, I hosted the CTI in the middle of a computer conversion. Hmm. I was actually mapping the GL of our system while they were taking the test. Um, And it it was very eye-opening to learn and see the passion. I know um, that's where I really met Jason McDaniel. He... uh, was pushing me to actually take it. Yeah. Says, God, what would it say if you took it? Yeah. And I was getting nervous just listening to the orientation. Yeah. It was giving me anxiety listening to the orientation. And I'm like, A, I don't think I could get past, you know, like step one or two. So, um, but it was really interesting to see it happening and then to be inside and listen to the evaluators discuss. Yeah. And, and how that, so that, just kind of sparked my interest and was willing to host ACTs and whatever types of trainings in our facility there in Portland, Oregon. Um, so yeah. that's kind of, I was been in it for 26 years. Yeah. So straight out of college. Yeah, that's great. What a great, rich history. And one, one door closed, another one opened. Yeah. Or, you know, you, 
and you stayed in the in the passion that you love and the industry yeah. that you know. So yeah. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. What a great story there with with Dirk at at Las mm-hmm. Vegas. It was did I hear that correctly? It was in Las Vegas that you met him at mm-hmm. Surfaces, the yeah. international um, Surfaces event. But here, you know, you're both locals, right? Yeah, you're both in Portland. Yeah. And so by Heidi getting out, that's why, you know, we say all the time, like, go to these industry events, because those are where you're going to meet the people, even if you're in the same city with somebody. Networking is key. Yeah. I found um, the more associations, the more things I got involved with. Um, I'm a question asker. So if I go to an event, I'm going to sit down and just start picking people's brains. I mean, I can't tell you how much great information I got at NAFCD or surfaces and asking my peers in the industry, yeah. big companies, you know, I'd sit and pick their brain until they didn't want to answer my questions. So yeah. how does your business run? Well, how are you structured? How do you do this? What software do you use? What do you do here? What? Do you, how do you do that? I mean, yeah. that's how my mind works. And so, you know, I'll just sit and pick people's brains until they tell me to go away. Yeah. And, and I, I've learned a great deal from, just, yeah, just doing being that and networking and is key and if you put yourself out there you will benefit greatly so yeah. don't let anybody tell you that networking isn't isn't a good thing because yeah. it is very important and it's um yeah it's, partially it's, why i'm in this position today yeah so yeah all that groundwork and it's it's really one of the key aspects to building a business is networking and asking people who've done it before you know there's no reason to reinvent the map here reinvent this thing i mean you just got to go meet Dirk Sullivan and, and Heidi and, and, you know, all the good people you're going to meet at surfaces and, and coverings and all these other events. That's really cool. I mean, I, you know, I walk shows now and see Carl the Flash and give him a big hug. I mean, yeah. he's in New Jersey all the way yeah. across the country from me. Yeah. But yet you have these relationships once you get to meet these pe- people in the industry and it's yeah. fantastic. And it's great. And it's so much fun. I have so much respect for everybody in this industry because it's yeah. not just a low paying job. It's, it's an artistry and it's a skill. Yeah. And it's, it's, I have so much respect for what they do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, now you've only been with CTEF a, a couple months in your role, uh, but you're on fire. I mean, you're not really taking a mild route or taking a kind of a back seat it, it seems like you're really going for it i mean you you really are passionate about this and it, and it shows and i love that zeal you know what what's driving that zeal why do, why are you so passionate about getting everyone on board and, and getting more ctis and getting involved on the state level can you explain um i would say it's it's probably just because it's such an issue in all the trades and it's a mindset. Um, yeah. You don't need a four-year degree. I mean, I look at my degree. It's criminology. You know, yeah. I'm, I don't use it. Yeah. Haven't used it. Yeah. Um, it's a piece of paper yeah. sitting up there, <laughs> you know. But that's, that's about, you know, and I'm not discrediting college or anything like that for people. If you know your path, that's your path. Yeah. But don't be discouraged in thinking that, you know, there's so much debt out there because of college College debt um that people are digging themselves out of for years and years and years when you can be in a viable trade making good money yeah and you know it just 
bothers me to see the race being in this business and being in distribution. You see the race to the bottom on the pricing of products. Mm-hmm. It's happening in the, you know, in the installation world yeah. too, where that's not where you go cheap in a job. I'm watching a house right back behind here being built. Really? I'm watching them put in fiberglass tub surrounds and probably a home that's probably $650,000. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why would you do that in a custom built home? Yeah. It, it doesn't, that's the last thing I'm going to go cheap on if I build a house. It's, it's not on the installation side. I want stuff to work and I don't want to have to fix it later on. And, you know, in learning the products and hearing the issues out there and seeing the artistry and what people have done and what they can accomplish and what they can build and what their mind sees yeah, isn't something I can see. But to look at the work that others do and the layouts that they come out up with to put into somebody's home are genius. Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. And, the, and the skills and the teaching of trades and, you know, there's so much camaraderie in the groups in in this trade that it kind of feeds my motivation to want to help it yeah. and make everybody their best. Yeah. And I'm always the type of person that's going to help people out and if they want to talk to me and ask advice, I'm willing to give it. You yeah. know, what you know, nothing's too off the wall for me not to respond to. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate it. I've seen uh, your activity in the groups really rising here as of late. It's really great. What would you say to the naysayers out there? Maybe somebody who says, well, we don't need to be CTI. You know, I've been doing this 30 years. I mean, I get it. And you really, you know, honestly, am I going to capture the people who've been doing it for 30 years? Probably not. Some. Yeah. There are some out there that, God love them. They're like, you know what? I'm going to go it. And it's more of a... I, I think people need to see it more as a goal mm-hmm. than as a necessity. They yeah. seem to think, oh, why would I pay money to go do this? No, 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 I know what I'm doing. No, 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 Right. I get it. I, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say you're wrong or, you know, I'm right. Yeah. I'm just going to say people look at it as a investment in themselves. Yeah. And the people that invest in themselves are the ones who are going to continue to educate themselves. And the ones who are going to continue to educate themselves are going to be the ones that grow. Because the minute you become comfortable and the minute you become stagnant and is the minute that, you know, you will never go any further than where you're at. It's, it, I'm not saying that to be demeaning or mean or yeah. offensive. I'm just stating you, you have to be uncomfortable to grow. Yeah. And you have to have fear you have to get past your fears yeah. to grow. And I see a lot of the negativity towards the test more of a fear than anything else. Yeah. And it's it's not saying you're a better installer. It's mm-hmm. not saying you're better than so-and-so over there. Yeah, some people are proud of themselves, but anybody who reaches a goal has the right to be proud of themselves. Yeah. And should have pride for what for that, and that's what's driving me too. Is these guys are showing their pride and saying, "Yay, I did it!" Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's. That's a personal achievement of somebody, yeah. and you know, I I'm proud of them. It makes me happy. It makes me thrilled to death yeah. that they've reached that goal. 
and you know having a part in it just drives me more to make it more realistic for more people who have that in them to go after it and education is key and you have to be educated to grow and it's just testing it is testing the standards the methods the best practices of ANSI A108 A118 the TCNA handbook and manufacturer instructions that's what it's testing it's nothing else if people are going to sit there and complain about the tile being used it's not about the tile it's about the method standards and best practices yeah yeah it makes a lot of sense uh when you put it that way and and that's the conclusion i've come to myself with doing my own research you know it does make a lot of sense uh let's talk about that passion just just for a minute you must have some incredible stories you've been you know getting to watch these guys who who really put their sights on this thing and make it a goal you said it's a personal goal you know it's an achievement I know, you know, recently I'm thinking of somebody who who wanted to take this thing and, and wanted to pass so bad that, that he went out there, like, I think three times in a row. Mm-hmm. Do you have any stories like that you want to share? I mean, I get um, probably private messages. Yeah. You know, about averaging about two a night from people asking yeah. about the test yeah. or asking about what they need for it or... You know, they really want to take it. How can they go about it? When's the test near them? Yeah. Um, I just encourage them. I said, you know what? Sign up. Let me find it. You know, to everybody out there, sign up for the test, regardless of if, whether there's a date out there for a hands-on for you. Right. We will make it happen. I'm watching. I'm paying attention to every single person signed yeah. up. Yeah. I'm paying attention to where the interest is. We have a lot of programs in the works to make this happen. So we're paying attention and we're watching and you know, there's a lot of people out there that just have the passion yeah, and just want to make it great. You know, right now there's a few people in uh, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. We don't have any CTIs in South Dakota. You know, I have two out there that are really excited. Um, My job is to go engage distribution and engage people there so we can find a host okay to secure a test and get one going and then advertise promote and get it out there but again it takes a lot of buy-in and passion from the people in the distribution side from the manufacturer side from all aspects to really promote and get people excited about it yeah and you know it There was a gentleman from Colorado who I was talking to last weekend, had a web inquiry, and I responded to him, and wow, just makes my heart sing to see his passion for what he wants to do in his state and how to to go about it. Yeah. You know, um, I encouraged him to join, as I do with anyone, NTCA, um, NTCA is going to teach you the standards, methods, and best practices for the test. Any of their workshops are addressing those those standards and methods. So it's really important that you take the time to attend a workshop. Oh, yeah. Because, and then the vouchers that you get is going to offset the cost of being a member every year. Yeah. And... You know, with the CTI, you get coupons 
So you look at all the coupons together with NTCA and CTF, you you have free product in your hands to yeah. to do your job. Yeah. And, you know, we have great support from manufacturers out there, which we thank and are so appreciative of. And we just really want to drive the passion into the rest of the industry so they see how important it's going to be because without qualified labor you know this industry is going to be in big trouble yeah it already is well one of the one of the things you mentioned early on was you know getting it at a state level like it's kind of like mm-hmm. a state required you know license along with a license a lot of states don't don't require a license for tile setters and, and you don't have to have a permit for for shower pans and this st- kind of crazy stuff and and tile unfortunately all this all this you know not really watching how things are being built on a state level has made tile into more of a commodity mm-hmm. more of like it's it's tile you know and, and in some folks minds it's going to fail and that's maybe why they're putting that fiberglass pan in mm-hmm. on a six hundred thousand dollar house or a fiberglass shower because the builders had bad experience or whatever. I don't know, but it could be. So in my mind, it's clicking like, okay, we train, we get the training, we get the certification. Things are at a much higher level. Everybody's kind of on the same mm-hmm. page here. We're building things. And it, it, it seems like it's going to be less and less, excuse me, <clears throat> of a commodity. Yeah. And like NTCA five-star program, five-star yeah. contractors. Yeah. I mean, it's it's on the commercial side a little bit where they're starting to spec in CTIs. Sure, sure. But I'm looking on a residential level. Yeah, I'm looking at your home builder yeah. stating, you know what? You know, this house over here needs to be a CTI. Yeah. Whether it's your pantry floor or whether it's your, you know, backsplash or whether it's your bathroom. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the ultimate goal of getting it in the designers, the architects, the builders, yeah. the retail stores saying, these are the guys at the top of the list. These are yeah. who you should go to first. But unfortunately, the numbers just aren't there. Yeah. Um, I mean, perfect instance. The demographics in California, seven over 7,000 listed with the Department of Labor yeah. as tile and stone installers. And there is 145 CTIs. Wow. And yes, we need to get more tests in that area, but it's getting the people to come and do it yeah, too. Yeah. And, you know, finding the locations and finding people willing to really get out there and help us motivate people to yeah. um, take the So test. what can my audience do on, on, you know, an individual level to help maybe move this along? I, you mentioned sign up. Obviously, if you're interested in the CTI Sign up so that Heidi knows you're interested, you know, in, in uh, Pismo Beach, California, or mm-hmm. one of these small towns that's maybe I mean, out, of the, can, out of the way. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, we're working on a program, uh, getting more evaluators that will make it easier to do mm-hmm. smaller tests and more often for to make it easier on people. Right now, we still have to kind of group it in regional areas, but we're making sure that we notify and yeah. inform you if there's a test coming to your area if you're signed up if you're logging into the website and stating asking for the information i'm keeping track of that so i know what state yeah. somebody's in and i'm going to mention it now you know i'm not the geographic guru who's going to know it's a four-hour drive right but i do google it and i do pay <laughs> attention you know Find i'm out. trying to figure out 
what's the best site so you guys have your options i mean some people are willing to drive or fly yeah to take you know to take the test yeah and we've seen it happen oh, so yeah. Yeah. um i'm i'm trying to make sure i cover and get and at least within close proximity to whether to where it is possible yeah that somebody can attend a test right now until we get the programs for 2020 into place then it will be a lot easier yeah to to have a test on you know in small you know smaller smaller regions and little areas that makes sense i know i know some of the cti's are saying they they do get leads from the website Mm -hmm. is that that's true that's Mm -hmm. correct so in the you know in a perfect world what would that look like maybe in, in five years from now what's your vision for that kind of referral network yeah i mean it's there now on the cti website sure. there is a um geographic you can go in a homeowner or a homeowner yeah. um i actually answered one this morning for a gal okay in washington so you washington guys you got one coming to you nice um you know but gave her the link to where she can geographically look at it and call the people and okay get her yeah her cti person that she was looking for um how often does that happen you know i've seen probably i've only been on the receiving end of seeing the web yeah for like a month and i've seen like probably four or five come in nice yeah yeah. um i mean not a ton but it's working but that's because they're probably finding it and not having to ask yeah Um, because a homeowner can go find mm -hmm. it they don't have to send in Mm -hmm. a request right they can just find it yeah yeah and I'm working to make the website um, a little bit more user friendly. Yeah. And uh, one click away instead of three or four. Yeah. Um, I'm paying attention to what's the most important and where you know. And and for other CTIs out there, um, I had a few ask, and one I'm working on it too is getting um, our CTI flyers made up so they can leave them in distribution and help pass them out that's another thing anybody you know i have a pdf form if you want to print them out and you just email it to me yeah and i can print it out yeah exactly okay yeah so we we have those available that explains the program and perfect yeah um you know like i said we we can we're we're a small group i mean a lot of people i don't think realize really how small ctf is or really NTCA, where it's not a huge, big organize, organization yeah. like everybody thinks. I mean, there's yeah. three of us at CTF now. Yeah, There's only two, so God love Kathy and Scott. They've had a lot of weight on their shoulders for years, and you know they yeah, do a great job yeah. and are fantastic. So you know they've been doing a great job. I, I'm now here to kind of do the follow-up and backup and make sure that you know yeah. we can make things happen. Yeah. Where it doesn't all fall on them. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's growing, and so that's that's really exciting. Yeah, it's an exciting time to to be a part of this, and yeah. and certainly inside the groups, uh, people are excited. You know, yeah, um, and there's a lot of change within NTCA as well. So, yeah. you know, it, it's it's good, and it's the push to really make this industry great. So it's really fun to be involved in. Yeah, yeah. Um, just drives me more. Yeah, once you see. Yeah, now's, now's definitely the time to get involved in something like this, I would say, you know, when it's young and it, it's an exciting time. We, we were telling a story. You told me a story uh, before we were recording, you know, about tile installation and why, why you know, one of the reasons you, you love it so much. Um, 
it's not just another blue collar job, you know, how, what are your feelings on that? You know, I push that a lot. I try to really get that through to my audience. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was giving you an example of my parents have a house in Eastern Oregon Yeah. and they put a ceramic tile all throughout the main floor and it, they used a hexagon. This was back in the late eighties. They used a hexagon, 12 by 12 and a six by six. Yeah. But what amazed me back in the 80s when I was 11, yeah, <laughs> you know, in my teens, um, was the artistry of the work done in that cabin. Yeah. And it was just the line. Word of mouth game is stuck in your same price. Yeah. At least with the good marketing on Google, you can kind of break out and get to a higher zone. Yeah. Well, you're more than likely to. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Well, you, well, you need those customers. I mean, you know, uh, McDonald's. You know, the Ray Kroc story. Is that his name? Ray Kroc? Ray Kroc, yeah. You know, if you ask him what business he's in, he'll tell you real estate. McDonald's is in the real estate business because they know that they, they have to have that foot traffic. They have to be in that position for customers to see that those golden arches and come in. And it's the same thing with the tile contractor business. You have to be in a good position for a lot of customers to see you and a lot more because because of the price. It's, it's expensive to do tile remodel work. It's expensive to do new construction tile work. It's expensive these days just to do anything. You leave your front door, you're gonna spend $100. <laughs> yeah, go to the grocery store go and get some groceries store. and see how much that costs you. You're gonna spend a lot of money. So, the point is, is you need a lot of potential customers because 80% of them are not your customer. So that's pretty, pretty much it. Yeah, don't be afraid to stick to your program. You know, sometimes you, when you do bold marketing or when you when you when you put out a post on Google or whatever, you'll question yourself and say, yeah. "Man, I'm scared of this. This might scare away some people." Just yeah. go with it. Yeah, you're better off scaring away a couple people yeah. than taking a customer that you that that's gonna end up being a huge pain. Yeah, you know, like like Isaac Ostrom said, he's like, "There's no one, no one can." screw up your remodel worse yeah. than a bad customer yeah and man is that true because i've had a couple of them and then they're, they're just you know you get and every time i get one it's it's somebody that i've gone off my program that i kind of bent bent the rules a little bit of my own personal rules and taken on somebody that i shouldn't have because i was kind of in a spot and it always ends up bad yeah All right, that was another great episode, and that wrapped up the conversation that I had with Ben on our drive to the airport. (laughs) So I know you enjoyed that, friends. That's something that definitely is worth having a second listen to, those four four episodes. Now, today's Tile Money tip is, of course, sponsored by Latacrete. Ron Nash and I have been discussing the five core concerns of negotiation. Last week, we spoke about number one, which was appreciation. So if you haven't heard that, go back to last week's. And today, we are discussing the second core concern of negotiation, which is autonomy. So autonomy, uh, and Ron will break this down, but I'll break it down my way. (laughs) Autonomy is basically the capacity to make uh, a person has to make an informed on course decision. So we want to you know, be there for our potential customers, informing them of their choices and giving them options 
and, and of course being the professional, but be respecting being very respectful of their choice and their autonomy. So enjoy this tile money tip with Ron Nash right now. Autonomy. Okay. So autonomy means this in that particular situation where we were talking about the, the general contractor and negotiating with you. Okay. They have autonomy to make decisions, however they want to make. Mm -hmm. Now I will tell you that people violate, autonomy all the time okay so and they and trust me they will act badly when you do okay so for example um autonomy works like this a uh, general contractor um gets all these bids they, they start to make selections they can do whatever they want if they feel that any reason for any reason that you're trying to limit their decisions or take their decisions away from them yeah. Believe me, they will start behaving badly. Okay. So it's the same thing that you get on the opposite side of the coin when you're selling to a general contractor and they start trying to limit what you can do and how you can, or, you know, how you can behave on jobs. You feel like your, your autonomy is being threatened. Like yeah. I don't work for him. I have my own company. What's going on here. People start to behave really, really crazy. So it's important that much like appreciation that autonomy is addressed and this as well, Mr. General Contractor, I know that you have many decisions. I'm surrounded by competent competitors. I certainly want to help you. You see what I'm saying? Just build help on that. you yeah. drive drive to the right drive to the right decision. Anything I can do to answer questions, anything I can do that can help you with your decision will help grease the skids of autonomy. Right. Now you're actually recognizing that he or she has all the power in the world to not come to an agreement with you. Yeah. So you're giving them, they're giving them opportunities. Okay. Um, that's going to soothe emotions in a, in a, in a negotiation. All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tile Money. Please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you can catch it. Everywhere podcasts are heard or on YouTube. Uh, share this with another tile contractor. I truly, sincerely hope this is helping you to stay profitable, friends.